just my thoughts and i'm your host mika reeves so what's good y'all uh so let's see what have i been up to um last week i went on a hiatus from work from life that's why you didn't get an episode last week and i just took a mental health break and it was really nice it was really needed I felt really burnt out going into, and now I feel, I feel pretty refreshed. I didn't really do much. I didn't go anywhere. Um, I took care of a few little appointments that I had, um, that I just hadn't taken the time to do it. And then, uh, I read and finished a book, uh, played some video games, connected with some of my friends, um, really got to have some good quality time with some of my friends. So that was nice. Um, but I honestly, I just kept it really light. So I was really happy to have time off and just uh, regroup. And I actually feel a lot better. Um, You know, I implore anybody that if you feel, you know, crazy in the head and, you know, feel burnt out and feel, you know, kind of like not yourself, um, you know, it's it's important to just take time, take time for yourself and, you know, give it, get it together. And uh, that's pretty much what I did. So I was happy about that. I also uh, recorded on Third Chamber Pod over the weekend with the guys. So um, that episode is up. So make sure you check out Third Chamber Pod. Uh, it's always a good time recording with them. And that's really about it. But um, so let's see. Today, we're just going to just do a hot topic episode. I'm just going to catch up on some things. We're going to discuss some stuff. And then next week, we'll just have a regular episode. So I'm going to roll into today's mantra. Today's mantra is... I am precious, I am valued, I am loved. Uh, I think that's so important. I actually was listening to a friend of the show, Myra. She has a Wind Down Wednesday that she does uh, live on Instagram. And it was really cool because I actually don't do this, but um, they were talking about uh, Mirror Talk. And basically, I think it stemmed from like Isa from Insecure talking to herself in the mirror. And how she used to pump herself up. And one of the young ladies was saying how, like, you know, she does that with herself. And then, you know, Myra was saying, like, that's what it's called. And so um, I think sometimes with saying these mantras, when when they said that, I thought about, like, you know, when I do these mantras, starting to do it in the mirror where I'm talking to myself. Um, And I'm going to start trying that and see how that goes. But uh, I really like this mantra because I think it's important to sometimes remind yourself, you know, who the fuck you are. And also to just, you know, we, we need to be our own hype man sometimes, most every day, not sometimes, all the time. So, um, I really like that mantra. So, like I said, today we're going to just do some deep dive segments. I'm going to just go over some stuff and, uh, we'll just end it. All right, let's just roll into the deep dive. All right. So the first person I wanted to discuss was Cardi B. Uh, if you're paying attention, she just won a defamation case against, um, God, what was the YouTuber name? Tasha K. I want to say, uh, now this case is really important because, um, Cardi basically just to explain the situation, um, the YouTuber had a show where she was going online and she was, you know, talking about, um, you know, Cardi, like it was, I mean, it was weird stuff. Like she, it's like, she's a gossip site, but she, uh, she's actually credible sometimes. Um, you know, she was the one that talked about, uh, John Gray when he cheated on his wife and had the receipts for that. 
But um, when it came to Cardi B, she was on there and she was saying that Cardi had herpes and like just kept saying shit about her. So Cardi B sent her a cease and desist and then uh, she kept kept going, you know, and then Cardi fucking sued her. And so over the past week, um, we saw that Cardi actually won. So at first they came back and said that she was awarded one million and then it came back again that they gave her another three. So Cardi won four million. And, you know, she tweeted and was just like, you know, she's happy, but sad at the same time. Um, and I think, I mean, celebrities should be so fucking tricky. Right. And the reality is like, we feel like that we live in a world where it's freedom of speech, but like the shit really ain't free. And anytime, like, even when I be on here talking and I have, you know, my little show, it's like, you know, you have to say allegedly, you know what I'm saying? Cause, and you have to, whatever, um, because you don't know if this shit is fucking true. Half the time when I see shit, about celebrities and stuff like that. Like you never really know, um, you know, what's good, what's not good. Are these narratives being created? Um, but I was actually happy that in this case, um, you know, Cardi stuck up for herself because I think sometimes you have to remind yourself that these people just cause they're celebrities, they are fucking people. And I think going around and telling somebody that somebody has like, you know, any kind of sexually transmitted disease or whatever. I mean, why, like, why, why are you doing that? And so, um, I was happy for Cardi and I actually, I actually stand with Cardi. Like I like Cardi. So, um, you know, if you, if you actually follow her, like Cardi stands up for a lot, a lot of people and a lot of stuff. Um, she'd be all in politics, but she actually, you know, you can tell that like, you know, I, I don't think Cardi's a bad person. So, um, I was glad that she actually won her case. Um, it's a big deal because I think that a lot of these people on like podcasts and YouTube and all that, they probably going to be mindful and think more about the shit they say. Um, cause it's not right to just be out here just saying crazy shit, especially when you have these large platforms. Um, yeah. So I definitely wanted to big up Cardi for that, for the win in that. Uh, so let's see, I have a few things. Um, not a lot, not sure which way I want to go with this, but, uh, let's see. So I also saw over the weekend that Chris Brown, is being sued $20 million in a sexual assault case, apparently. And I think that right now the girl is unnamed. Uh, she's anonymous right now. But basically the story went that he called her and invited her out to um, Diddy's yacht. I think it was in Miami. So she came, she said that, you know, she was drinking and things like that. Like he got her a drink. She said after the second drink, she started to feel lightheaded and, and woozy and kind of incoherent. And when she woke up, um, I think she was in the back room and I'm not sure. I can't remember. They said when she woke up that he was having sex with her or when she woke up, she was already raped, but she said she didn't come forward, uh, due to embarrassment. And so now, you know, this case has been happening. Um, and this is obviously allegedly, but you know, I don't really know what's going to come from this, but, um, I will say this though. Like, I don't give a fuck like where I am or who I'm with. Like, I don't, I don't personally feel like anybody has a right to take anything from a woman or, you know, touch a woman or do whatever. But I will say too, like just me as a woman, I do think that we have a responsibility to, to be safe. I'm personally not going to be taking a drink from somebody. Like, I don't give a fuck who you are. I'm not taking a drink from anybody. And I'm not, and I, in no way am I saying that because she took a drink, she had a right to be raped. I'm not saying that at all, but I'm just saying like, I do think that 
as women, you know, and men, you know, we have to just be mindful of just like our surroundings and stuff like that. And I mean, you know, and where we are and who we're with. And, um, I just feel like it doesn't matter who, who it is, who's the person, like you should always get your own drink, have your own fucking drinks. You know, you shouldn't be doing drugs with people, you know, um, especially if you don't, if you don't know these people, where the fuck the shit came from, you, sh- you shouldn't be popping any random pills with people and just, I don't know, just stuff like that. I just feel like, you know, and the, the reality is this could have happened even without that. Right. But, um, but this is what she stated. And so that was what I thought in my mind. And I, and I hate that my mind even goes there because I feel like no one has the right to ever do something like that in general. But I also think that we have to just, you know, continue to just be safe and look out for each other and look out for ourselves, you know, as women. Okay. Another case that's been really big right now. We actually discussed this on third chamber pod. Um, it's a, it's a weird case, but it's like a, it's a telling case. Um, so I'm not sure if you guys have seen the case with Lauren Smith Fields. Uh, basically it was a young lady. I think this was in Connecticut and, uh, Cardi B actually helped bring this into, uh, it went viral, her talking about it. And I think that actually helped bring this case into, uh, more of national attention. Um, so it was a young lady. She was 23 years old at the time for passing. She met a man on Bumble and they linked up. So as the story goes, Um, his telling of it is they linked up, they were drinking tequila. She went and threw up. Then she came back out and they were drinking some more, but they stopped taking the shots and was just kind of just drinking lightly. He said that she went and threw up again and came back out. So at that point he was like, okay, she's really fucked up. I'm just going to just bring her to the room, you know, and just put her, I'm going to carry her to the room and just lay her down. So he states that, you know, he laid her down. He, he went to sleep as well. And when he woke up, she was bleeding from her nose and that he called the cops. The cops came, he told them, and that was it. And so what's crazy about this whole scenario is, uh, they never notified the family that this young lady was dead. Um, so when the family came to the house, they kind of conducted, you know, their own just not investigation, but their own just kind of like processing of the scene. They said that they uh, there was blood bloodstained sheets. They said it was a condom in a trash can. They said that it was an unidentified pill on the counter. Uh, later, because uh, I was planning on speaking about this case, so as the days went on, um, her uh, her autopsy came back. They stated they saw uh, found. Um, it was three drugs, one of them were fentanyl. Uh, I feel like the other two was, um, was like a roofie drug. I can't think, I can't think of the name of it, but I didn't write them down, but it was two other dr- uh, drugs that was in her system, which obviously makes this look kind of crazy. The thing that's crazy is that allegedly the, the man that was accused is friends with somebody in the police department and you know, they didn't, they refused to take the guy's DNA. And then they also post like, Oh, you know, don't, don't judge him right out the back. Cause he's a really nice guy, which I thought was kind of crazy. And my thing is like, I, I don't personally know what happened. I definitely think something fucking happened because 
his telling of the story, he doesn't state that they had sex. I didn't personally get why wasn't she checked to see if, if they had had intercourse, um, you know, DNA in some sort. Um, he stated that it was another story that came out too, that he stated that she had gone outside. And then when she came back inside, she went to the bathroom for 10 minutes and then came back out. But what's weird about this case to me is that there, there are so many different scenarios and stories that I, I, it's like this story, like this case is so all over the place. I saw today that they actually suspended the investigators that was on this case. Um, basically because this case is completely, I mean, somebody's dropped the fucking ball. Right. And you know, I, I, I mean, I, the way I see it is if this was a black man and this is a white woman, I definitely think that this case would have been treated a lot differently. Uh, I definitely hope that whatever happened to this young lady, um, that her and her family gets justice. I, you know, and, and, and like I said, like, once again, like, I, I don't, I don't know. Like to me, I wish that we lived in a world where you can meet somebody, you can link up and you don't have to damn think about whether or not you are safe in, with this person or this person's going to do something with you. Um, when I was talking to the guys about this, we were, we were just talking about just dating, um, etiquette, like dating, uh, rules, you know, or, or meeting people online. Like, is there rules for that? Like, you know, and I, I don't personally know. Cause I, I don't, I've never dated online. Like as far as like what people are willing to do, what they're not willing to do, like what ma- measures are put in place to keep you safe. Um, I feel like if I met somebody online, like if I had them at my house, I mean, I, I would feel like I would tell somebody that I had somebody at my house that I met online. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I really don't. Uh, I find this case to be, you know, really sad. Like for me, you know, uh, you know, I have kids and I couldn't imagine if something happened to, you know, my kids, especially at 23 years old, I mean, your life is still beginning, you know, you're still young. And, um, so I definitely, you know, send thoughts to the family because, uh, I thought this case is just, it's just weird. And I mean, I'm just hoping that, they get, uh, you know, what they, I just hope they get, you know, some closure. Cause I think when stuff like this happened, like this family went into straight, like, you know, investigative mode, like trying to figure out what the fuck happened to their kid, which I don't blame them. And I mean, I think when you have to do all of that, your, your mind is so not at ease when you don't know what happened to your loved ones. You don't know what their last moments is like. So, you know, I can only, I truly, truly, um, can only imagine um, so let's see one more sad thing I want to talk about. And then after that, I'm gonna try to keep it light for the rest of the show. Um, so over the weekend, former you at Miss USA, uh, Chesley Crease, uh, she died from apparent, you know, suicide. Um, I will say this, um, you know, more and more, uh, I sat with this this morning, uh, honestly, because this is something that, you know, is really um, near and dear to me when it comes to suicide and things like that. Um, you know, I've had moments myself that, you know, I felt like I haven't wanted to be here. And so I always tell people, um, 
you know, like you can't always judge things from the outside. You know, you have this beautiful woman here and she was young and, you know, there was no signs of, you know, as far as like what we could see, you know, if anything. And, you know, even with COVID, like COVID has been so hard for so many people and so many of my friends that I check in on, uh, just ask, how are you doing? You know, and it's just things like that, that I think is just so important. Like, even when you think that people aren't necessarily going through something or you see them having like this beautiful life, like, you know, it causes a nothing to just say, you know, how are you? How are you feeling today? You know, how are things? Um, especially in times like this. And so when I saw this and I saw that, you know, um, they're stating that she, you know, jumped to her death. Um, you know, I definitely wanted to, just, you know, send my prayers out to her family, uh, for sure. Um, so many people have been posting, you know, all day and, um, in regards to this. And so I did want to also just give the suicide hotline number. Um, if you know anyone or, you know, you yourself, like feel like you may need help or you feel like, um, you know, you, you need to talk to someone or you have a moment of where you feel like, you know, something may not be right or that you don't want to be here anymore. Um, the number to reach out to is 1-800-273-8255. And, you know, that's a 24 seven, um, hotline. And, you know, I, I, I don't know my, my thoughts and prayers really, uh, to anyone that's struggling with, you know, mental health issues, um, it's, it's serious, man. And so, you know, it's not stuff to be taken light. And when people tell you like they feel funky or they feel down, you know, check on them. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's real. And then especially with just, you know, COVID, like I said, think about myself, like, you know, my life is so different now as far as like, you know, I don't want COVID, you know, and I know people feel like COVID has gone away, but it haven't. And so a lot of times, like I spend way more time inside now than I, than I feel like I ever have. And, you know, I still have, don't really see a whole bunch of people and just, you know, your social life has changed and things change, uh, travels change where you might go and see people and stuff like that. And so I think it's affected people in a lot of different ways. So I definitely want to just, you know, send my prayers and thoughts, um, you know, from that. And, uh, so let's see, let's just finish on Kanye. I also want to tell y'all, did y'all see that, um, Nick Cannon was out here at the baby shower, uh, and he's having his eighth baby. So at this point, you know, Nick Cannon did tell us that he was planning on going celibate. So I'm trying to figure out did the baby happen before he went, celibate because i'm just trying to understand at this point why they can't have all these kids out here like really i, I really do want to know um all right so let's just finish on kanye so oh my god let's talk kanye now y'all know how i feel if you listen to this podcast you know how i feel about kanye okay but I'm going to just go back down this Kanye tunnel again. I don't even have this shit written down. So I'm going to see how much I remember from all of this. Um, Cause I wasn't sure I was going to talk about this. Kanye West is bothering me so fucking much. Um, w- what I hate the most about 
the shenanigans that Kanye got going on right now is that I used to feel like, and I still feel like, I think Kanye Kanye West is a musical genius. I think some of the music that he's put out and just put the like the, just the way he pushed it together, you just be like, wow, like I've never seen anything like it before. But the problem is, and what's disappointing is, is that Kanye can't get out of get out of Kanye way enough to where he doesn't realize that he really is sabotaging himself. Like you're Kanye West, you don't have to do all of this shit. And it really does mar, you know, his, him, his legacy, his history, right? So my thing is, we all know that Kanye has a history of being a little toxic, right? I I really didn't realize it. Well, I did realize it, but I think I was younger. So I really probably didn't really pay much attention, but just seeing the shit with Amber Rose and then, you know, he rolling to, you know, Kim. Okay, cool. So the last couple weeks, okay, well, shit, the last couple, whatever, months, Kim and Kanye uh, are getting divorced. You know, Kim has been seen out with Pete, um, Pete Davidson, and Kanye has been dating, had a woman living at one of his houses for the whole entire time, okay? So then he's out here and he's saying how, you know, going on interviews, how him, him and Kim, not even divorced. He ain't seen no papers, blah, 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 blah. And then he keeps going further on other interviews saying how he want Kim back. And to me, it's very clear. It just seemed like Kim just want to just have these kids, you know, and just, you know, keep it light. I honestly think the shit with her and Pete, he probably just, he look like he just keep it light. Pete don't ain't really somebody that I would take that serious. Right. And it might be what the fuck she need right now. But I will say, now, celebrity breakup timelines be a little different from, you know, us regular people. Because I be trying to understand, you know, you had J-Lo that jumped from A-Rod. And then the next week, she her ass was back with Ben. And then you got Kim just jumping over here to, you know, Pete. But, so I'm like, do people not give themselves time to regroup anymore? And, like, just fucking be, like, it, you know... Jumping from relationship to relationship, I, I don't know, but we don't know these celebrities' timelines, so maybe they've been, you know, broken the fuck up. I don't, I don't know. So, uh, let's see. So, okay, so then, then word come out after you know the holidays that Kanye bought a house across from Kim to be near his kids. When I saw that shit, I was like, Lord, that's about to be some shit, right? So then, let's see. The beginning of January, yeah, apparently he met, what's her name, Julia Fox? I think it's Julia Fox. Apparently he met her New Year's and showing them out, even though I feel like Kanye was like, oh, you know, let's let's put the cameras here. Because really and truly, like, I, I don't really think no one really gives a fuck, but I, I, I personally think that Kanye had them come show these people, right? Because I definitely... I don't know. We're going to get to it. So then Kanye, next thing you know, he is all over fucking, you know, online talking about how Kim's trying to keep him from seeing his fucking kids, how, you know, uh, what he was supposed to go to Chicago's party and he didn't know where the address was, blah, 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 blah. My thing is this. When I first saw that, I was like, yo, why the fuck is he online even saying this shit? You know what I'm saying? Then later you see him at the party you know, talking to Chris and apparently, 
Travis Scott gave him the, you know, address, but I'm sitting here looking at the damn party and I'm like, it looked like they were in Kylie's backyard. And mind you, I don't even keep up with these people. And I mean, I don't keep up with them enough to even notice shit, but I noticed shit because I think the damn house that Chris got the baby storm was back there or whatever. So stormy. So anywho, that's what I fucking think that the shit was at Kylie's house. But, and it's like, I don't get why would he be trying to like smear his baby mother, right? Like, even if y'all are broken up and y'all, y'all grown, do whatever, but I mean, like, okay, we already see Lil North is all over, you know, TikTok, all that shit, right? And you see these kids probably gonna see this shit. Like, you don't give a fuck about, you know, your kids maybe Googling this shit and seeing this shit. Like, to me, you know, out of respect, even if y'all not together and not out of respect, I, I would never, um, you know, talk shit about my mother and my kids. Never, right? Um, see who? So then I, I'm just looking because I'm like, Lord. So then Kanye puts out a song with the game and he's like how, you know, um, how he was saved so he can, he like, basically in that crash so he can beat Pete Davidson's ass. And I'm saying, like, what are we doing right now? Like, Kanye really making himself look stupid out here. And for what? So, so he, so then he goes over to Kim's house one day and he's like how the security guards wouldn't let him in. And, you know, um, because Pete was there. So Kim actually put out a statement was like, Pete has never been in my house. He was not here, but you know, I do have a right to my privacy and you know, you can't just be rolling to my house anytime you please because you don't live here anymore. Right. Um, and, and, and I mean, in my mind, I'm saying like, uh, yeah, like to me, yeah, that makes fucking perfect sense. And even if she had Pete in there, you just talked about beating this man's ass. So do you feel like it's okay for you to be able to just roll up to somebody's house and you're threatening their boyfriend? Cause I'm sure nobody's threatening yours. So I, I say all that to say, then last week, we see Kim, uh, we see Kanye over, I think they were in Paris, him and Julia Fox. And I'm gonna tell you, I, I personally think that Kim is sitting laughing at Kanye because the girl is not in. Kanye, in order to, you done had Amber and you done had Kim, right? And I don't really care for our Kardashian brand or whatever, but Kim's not ugly, right? So you was gonna have to have, if you were trying to make somebody jealous or, or make some noise somewhere, you was going to have to have some kind of baddie or something. And what you got, you know, it's really not it. Not it at all. So, <sighs> Kanye had that girl over there looking crazy, okay? Picking out all these crazy-ass outfits. I I hated all of them. And then I was reading, they were talking about uh, Kanye was over there doing the girl's makeup. And he had that girl looking crazy out there. For real, for real. That girl need to get out of there right now i mean i think she liked the attention apparently uh i was reading i was reading an article and it was saying that which i don't i don't really know if it's fucking true or not i mean it could be but it's weird it was just talking about that uh drake had just what the fuck did he buy this girl said he bought her something couple couple weeks a couple months before him and her and kanye was dating i mean i'm like i don't know I, i don't know if that shit was real news or not because i'm like are they trying to make this girl seem more popping to say that she was connected to Drake too? Cause the girl's not it. Okay. I would tell y'all she's it. She's not it. So I don't know, but I will say this though. I was watching, um, 
I was watching Saturday Night Live and Pete Davidson had a response to Kanye and I don't know y'all. He kind of bodied him a little bit on Saturday Night Live. So I just feel like, you know, here's the thing. I feel like everything has cause and effect. Obviously we don't know the inner workings of Kim and Kanye marriage, right? I don't honestly desire to know because I actually feel sorry for the kids. Um, But if the, if the woman don't want you no more, she want to get a divorce. Like, that's just what it is. You know, I do think that people that have mental health disorders, right? Like, especially in this case with, you know, Kanye suffering from bipolar, you can tell when he's manic. And I do think that Kanye be having episodes. I, re- I really do. And I think that he should definitely get help and treatment for that because it affects everybody around you. And you think that you are being you know, great. And you're doing the right things. And, oh, I just want to see my kids right now, but you can't do some of the shit that he's doing. Like, it's not okay. It's, it's toxic as fuck at, at best. Um, and it's just really disappointing to see. He has this, uh, Kanye documentary coming out on um, Netflix and it's about young Kanye. And I really wanted to watch it. And I'm like, I just struggle so much with Kanye. Cause I'm like, dude, like what the fuck is going on? Like what, what, what is this? Uh, I don't know. I don't know, y'all. I'm trying to think, was there anything else that I wanted to share today? I think that might have been it. Um, So let's see. Next week, we'll have a regular episode. Uh, We do have stuff coming. The merch, the book club. I'm going to announce all that soon. Working on it. Uh, let's see. Don't forget to follow me on, um, social media. You can find the pod on Instagram is at, it's just my thoughts underscore podcast. You can find, uh, it on Twitter, IJMT podcast. If you ever want to be part of the show, email me, talk to me. You can find me at IJMT podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow the show. Tell a friend, tell a friend. Uh, to rate the show as well. You can rate shows now on Spotify, so definitely do that. That helps. Rate it on Apple Podcasts. That definitely helps. And like always, I thank you so much for listening. It's me here, and I appreciate you.